Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. If you're not hyped up, if you're not ready for fantasy football yet, then you have no chance of winning in 2018. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 right here in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. I know you got drafts this weekend. I know it's time to get it done. I know you're excited. I need you on the telephone lines, 844-843-6879. Coming up on the program today, we take your phone calls hot and heavy and getting you ready for your 2018 fantasy football draft. Fantasy executive, fantasy task, Jim Day. Going to also discuss the Cleveland Brown backfield. Going to talk about the backfield of the Philadelphia Eagles and what they got going on. Also, want to drop a couple names on y'all while you're drafting over the weekend. Some players that I do not need you to forget about. Fantasy Tash, Jim Day, my man, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, Corey. This is my favorite day of the year, and uh, I'm definitely excited. Uh, today is the night uh, I have my friends come over and draft. We watch the Jet Giant game while we draft. And then we have a nice poker game afterwards. It's going to be a fun night. Jim got the whole night planned out. I'm sure you all you got tonight planned out or got tomorrow planned out. Listen, for what we do on the Fantasy Football Frenzy and for these purposes, I was downstairs on the fourth floor when the BFS was going down. I have a couple of things I want to talk about. Some I'll get to later on. I want to start with, though, the phone calls. We got to do better today. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? How's everything? Let's just get right to it. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get right into it. Let's hop right into it. I'm not going to pick your team, me and Jim, rounds one through 16. All right? So don't say, okay, who do I take in the third? And then when I come back in the fourth? And then what about the fifth? Another thing. Draft day trade. If you, ready, if you got a trade question, save it. Save it, save it, save it. I don't want to hear no trade questions. We're concentrating on draft talk. We're concentrating on keepers, all the, you know, hey, what's going on? What you got? No, no, we're not doing that. It's a serious business right here. We're drafting fantasy football teams. We got a lot of information to get out to you in a very short amount of time, Jim. Do you agree? Oh, I do agree, Corey. I'd love to get right to it. So let's do it. Stop right. talking about it. Uh, oh, hey, whoa. <laughs> Jim, please. Last night, uh, Cleveland Browns backfield. I tell you what. I'm a Nick Chubb guy. I think the talent is real. I think he's a supreme running back. I think he's going to be a dynamic NFL running back. I don't know if that's going to happen in 2018, though, because right now I got to admit Carlos Hyde, Ventress guy, is getting the job done in this backfield. Looks like he's going to lead this backfield. What I would ask you is this. Is Chubb a complimentary piece that you put on your bench and hold on to because he could pop, or is he nothing more than a handcuff at this point? I don't even think he's a handcuff at this point. You know, at 
Right now, Hyde is their guy. There's no doubt in my mind. I've been saying that all offseason as well. Uh, I have about 78 shares of him because he's always been such good value. So I, that's how much I really am into him. Um, and he looked great last night. He had a couple of nice runs. He looks shifty. He does what he does. Uh, he's always been a better running back than he's gotten credit for. So I, I really like him. And, I, you know, I, I'm with you on Chubb. I like Chubb's talent long term. I think we don't really see it until 2019. Hyde's contract is probably going to end up being a one-year contract because they got have Chubb. And I think we really start to see Chubb come into his own last next year. This year, I just don't see it unless Hyde goes down. And that's not really something he concerns me about. All right, there you go right there. And I tend to agree with Jim, even though I think the talent is real. I'm still going to draft Chubb. I'll be honest with you. I may hold him. I, by, 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 by the time we get to October 1st, though, if I don't see nothing, goodbye. I'm not going to fool with you like I did Corey Davis last year and kept his ass till week 14, and then I got him on the bench and he have 75-yard touchdown. Not going to happen. Not going to be me. I'm not going to get fooled by that again this year. That's one of the reasons I love best ball leagues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, Jim. That makes sense. You, that, that, that is very true. Um, so another running back situation. Jim, the Eagles running backs. Yuck. <laughs> Not yuck about the guys and the talent. I think there's enough talent in the group, but Peterson is going to go. He, Peterson's not even going to go with the hot hand. He's just going to mix it up. Is there anything that you see in Philadelphia that people can look at on draft day and say, okay, this is the way to go as an RB2, and you can feel safe and comfortable? No, nobody on the team, I think, is an RB2, and, and I wouldn't draft any of these guys as an RB2. But if I'm drafting, I'm drafting Ajayi. I like Ajayi behind this offensive line. He'll have some bad games, but he'll have some games where he just kicks butt and he scores a couple of long touchdowns with that offensive line intact. And, you know, we didn't see that offensive line intact last night. They played like heck. Um, I really would like to see them turn it around, and they will. So I'm not really that worried about it, but I much prefer having him as a, a running back three flex option than I do a running back two. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's get ready to pop the seal on a big fantasy football draft weekend. Your phone call is very important today, and let's start with Jesse in New Jersey. What up, Jesse? What's good, Corey? Ain't nothing much, chilling. How can we help you? All right, I got a quick question for you. I'm drafting number eight in a twelve man full point PPR. All right. Uh, do you have a problem with going two running backs? I, I don't have a beef with going running back, running back right here, coming out this eighth hole. I like Melvin Gordon. When you come back on the other side, you could have Christian McCaffrey sitting there. Um, I know Jim's not the big Devontae Freeman guy. I still like him. But you may have to go and get Coleman a little bit earlier this season. You know the concussion issues. So, like I said, CMC could be there. Um, I don't think Dalvin Cook falls to that point. If you're a Joe Mixon guy, which I'm not, you could pull Mixon up. Hell, listen, if you like Jordan Howard, you're not going to have a chance to get him in the third round. You can put them right there into the second. I got no beef coming out that eight-hole RB, RB, unless I'm passing on Devontae Adams to take a running back. Okay. <laughs> the, the Adam love is, is never going to wane. No, it's not, Jim. What do you think about uh, Jesse's question here? Hey, I love it. I, I mean, I've had the eight-hole you know, a few times in the last few days. And I have I've actually done... I've done, yeah, yeah, I know, first through four. I know <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> um, and I've actually gone this way. In two different drafts, in two nights, I went Dalvin Cook at the eighth pick, and then I came back and got Christian McCaffrey on the turn. I love that start. There you go right there, Jesse. Good looking out, my man. Good luck this weekend, 844-843-6879. Let's get to Andrew in New York. Andrew, what up? 
Hey, Corey, how's it going? What's good with you, Andrew? How's everything? Good. First time calling in. I shot you a Twitter mention the other week. All right, cool. What's, oh, I'm, I'm glad to have you. Glad to, that uh, you can uh, hop us on the phone. First time, long time. What's good with you? All right, so I have a two-part question. All right. Um, so I had my first draft last weekend. It was a 16-team league. Ooh, a man's uh, league. This yeah, so my first question is this, and I want to tell you just quickly my first couple of picks. I drafted what I think could happen, not what was currently going on. Okay. So, for example, I passed on Doug Baldwin, Amari Cooper, and I reached for Royce Freeman in the third round because I think, not saying he will be, but I have a feeling he could be similar to what Kareem Hunt did last year. All right. And it's such a deep league. I a strong RB2. Third round for Freeman in the 16-team league. I have no beef with that. What else we got? Okay, so let me tell you my quickly my team. So I went Todd Gurley one, okay. Tyreek Hill two, Royce Freeman three, Mark Ingram, which I would never do, but I drafted again, thinking week five, Josh okay. Gordon, Chris Carson, and Trey Burton, and Big Ben as my quarterback. Um, I like it. I wish I had a better wide receiver too, but I think overall running back depth is important in a deep league. What do you guys think? Uh, what, who was the other wide receiver after Hill? Uh, Tyreek Hill, Josh Gordon, Mike Williams, and Michael Gallup on my receiver. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have no beef for the matter of fact. I like the way it sounds in the six, in the sixteen team league. I think you handled this one pretty good. What do you think, Jim? Hey, I think he nailed it. Good job all the way around. I, I love those wide receivers. You know, everybody knows we love uh, Williams here, and you know I like Hill a lot. So I don't think he did a bad spot there. Good job. Yes, there you go. Very good, Andrew. I'm, I, I must say, so far so good. Look at this. Interesting. <laughs> What else you got? You got anything else? Calling next week again. Uh, I have some couple other drafts this weekend, and I think I'm going to be a little bit more on the safe side instead of being on the risky side because sometimes based on format, I kind of change my draft strategy. No doubt about it. That's a smart fantasy football player right there. Good luck and hit us up next week, 844-843-6879. Let's go to Randy in Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? What up, Randy? Corey, what's going on, my brother? What's up with you, my man? Uh, quick question. Since I got my, my big money leave, we're not going to talk about Jimmy Graham. But no. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're not going to talk about Jimmy Graham, but I am, I am real, I am real high on, uh, T.Y. and Andrew Luck. How you feel about those guys? Oh, I, big, I, I big love it. Leave? I love it. I know Luck, I mean, I know Hilton's a little bit banged up right now and Luck's coming off the bad game last week. But if out of, out of everybody going right in like that mid-second, well, T.Y.'s living in the second round now. The only other wide receiver I like more is is um Devontae Adams. T.Y. Hilton, if you get if you give T.Y. Hilton 16 games of Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton will finish as a top five fantasy wide receiver. I guarantee you that. Makes sense, makes sense. What you got, Jim? No, I'm with you, Corey. We we've talked about this ad infinitum. If luck is healthy, I think both of these guys put up huge numbers this year. What else you got, Randy? Uh, no, nah, that's about it. I mean, as far as the, like, you know, the third, fourth tier, I mean, not third, fourth tier, like fourth round, fourth round, fifth round running back, who do you, uh, who do you think stands out the most? The, the, the third, what you say, the third, fourth tier? What round are you looking at running backs? Not, about, about like fourth, fifth round running back. I mean, just, just, just in case. That's where, know, it's, that's where it starts to get that. ugly right there, and that's kind of way in the area where you got to start to um to uh, take some risks and take some gambles on players. In that fourth, fifth round area, running backs that you know, high upside, but we really don't know what's safe about them. Jim, you got any running backs in that area? That come to my mind right now because I'm trying to draft uh, wide receivers in that area. I'll actually go with a couple of running backs. I, 
you can get even later than that that I really like, and that's Marshawn Lynch and Carlos Hyde. Um, I expect big things out of both of these guys this year. You know, we finally saw Lynch really start to click at the end of the season. I think Hyde is built for this Cleveland offense. With those wide receivers outside, nobody's going to be able to key in on him. I think he has an excellent year this year, and you can get both of those guys in the sixth and seventh round. There you go right there. Um, oh, there you go right there, Randy. So you. Good luck this upcoming weekend, 844-843-6879. Telephone number to get involved. Off to a hot start right now on the Frenzy Gym. And I want to circle back right quick. Do you think there's going to be another player outside of Jack Doyle that can emerge in that passing game for the Indianapolis Colts? I know we touched on Ebron a little bit yesterday, but, you know, Ebron I think is going to be hit or miss at times more like a tight end two style. I do think you'll have some fantasy value throughout the course of the season. But what I'm more concerned with, is there a guy, now that they, especially now that Kane is, is toward the ACL and he's gone, is there a guy that you can say, this is a diamond in the rough. When you get to the bye weeks, you're going to be slotting this guy in. Put it like this. Does Indianapolis have a Robbie Anderson on their team? No, they don't, actually. I don't think they do. Um Ryan Grant is going to be the next one up, and he should be fantasy viable as a flex in, in some weeks on good matchups because of just you know probability of amount of targets he should get in that offense. Uh, again, it's predicated on luck being healthy. Hopefully he is. But uh, he's going to get his chances just because of volume. He can't all go to T.Y. Hilton. They have to split it up. Ryan Grant is the number two right now. I think he's number three in the pecking order behind the tight end, but I think he's there and he's going to get plenty of work. And if I'm taking a chance on any of these guys late, it's going to be him. All right, 844-843-6879. Okay, here we go. Let's go to Bob in Vermont. (laughs) Good afternoon, Bob. Hey, Corey, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How's everything? What about if I pick Chris Hogan? In the later rounds, is that good? I think Chris. I think Chris Hogan is a nice pick, and like that, maybe he's going to be a little bit uh, earlier than the later rounds now, Bob. But him being the main guy, oh, I, think, you I would yeah, say maybe for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the Patriots, I would say maybe the fourth or fifth round for Chris Hogan, Bob. I didn't know you knew who Chris Hogan was, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays on. Uh, he plays for the Patriots. All right, cool. All right, hey, hey, Corey, one, two. Ask that guy if he received my blog yet. Bob, this is a big time, very important fantasy football draft weekend. And you're calling up the fantasy football frenzy to ask about your personal blog on the Caught in the Friends show, Bob. Bob, are you making it about yourself, Bob? <laughs> no, I answered the. I answered your question, and I just want. But no, I don't think I don't think you really right? called me to ask me about Chris Hogan, Bob. I think you called me no, specifically to ask about the blog. No, I'm gonna pick him. I want to pick him in my draft. All right, okay, Bob. You pick Chris Hogan, and your and your and your. I, I just what heard. Round from, should I pick them in? I pick him in the fifth round, and I just heard from Chrissy oh, Bone, and I heard from Bones and Bavona that they have received your blog. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, because, I appreciate uh, The other day, they didn't do it. I'm sorry, Corey. You're my pal still. I'm uh, your friend. I know. I'm, I'm your friend. I'm always your friend, Bob. But the yes. Goon Squad is kind of like, what the hell is going on? Oh, the Goon Squad? Okay. 
Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay. Oh, Lance Davis, yes. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, your friend, Lance Davis is your buddy, yes. Yeah, right. He says I have a mouthful of helium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talk a lot of trash, Bob. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he but, does, right? Yeah, he, he really does. Bob, I'm going to let you go. Enjoy your weekend. Make oh, yeah. sure you, with the Carton and Friends live stream on Sunday at noon. At 12, at 12 noon on Sunday, we'll go live for the Carton and Friends draft. All right, Bob? We'll see you then, my man. Can I call in? Can I call in that day? I, I'll think about it. Okay. All right, Bob. Go- uh, Bob, hang up, Bob. Bob, hang hang up, Bob. Okay, all right. <laughs> I love Bob in Vermont. You know what I'm saying? We talking about drafts, drafted, Jim, and Bob is like, did y'all get in my blog? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, it was important to him. He uh, got to do what he's got to do. Nobody was responding, so he went out and got it. I like his initiative. I love the initiative of my man, Bob in Vermont. Bob, enjoy your weekend. All right, so we're coming up on our first break of the day. What we're going to do is when we come back, I want to talk a little quickly about different strategies that people have on draft day. You know, we get Jim, his big draft is tonight. We'll see if he has, not strategies, but different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tendencies, habits, rituals, draft day rituals, things you do every draft day. You can add that to the list now, too. If you got a draft day ritual, 844-843-6879. But don't call and ask about your blog. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Let's go. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Walk this way to fantasy football glory in 2018 with the Roto-Rex exclusive edge fantasy football package. Now live and lit at RotoExperts.com. Know you got drafts coming up this weekend. Soon as I leave here today, I'm going back uptown. I'm going to get on my computer. I'm going to update my rankings, and you'll have them for your draft weekend. But that's only if you're a subscriber to the Roto-Rex exclusive edge fantasy football package. Promo code Frenzy. Print my rankings out. Take them right to your draft with you, Jim. How about that? Well, you don't hey, take I, mine. You have yours. <laughs> oh, I'd take yours if I want to lose. <laughs> I knew you was uh, going to do that. I'm trying to sell it, but I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> hey, hey Cole, you, you know what I think of you as a fantasy player. This is just radio, man. <laughs> no doubt about it, my man, Jim Day. 844-843-6879. All right, let's go. Um, before we get to the phones, Jim, hi, holy day. Your favorite day of the year, your fantasy football draft day. Do you have any rituals? Do you have any routines, any trends, any superstitions, anything like that that you do on draft day? Have to eat ribs. Okay. Have to eat ribs for the before the draft. I actually have the grill going now. It's been gro- going since about 4.30 this morning. And those suckers are going to cook up nice and slow all day long and just drip. Off the bone tonight. Ooh, that, that came through dripping. 
them ribs going to come through dripping. I like it. So y'all going to have ribs. Y'all going to watch the game, gather around, and everybody do their draft. Who going to buy the beer? I uh, just I have an entire refrigerator outside full of beer. There's no problem there. Yeah, so there's no problem there. We got to get in gym league next year, Goon Squad, because they sound <laughs> they doing it real big out in Jersey tonight. You know what I'm saying? So, you know me. And we got and we got a beautiful day out outside. It's, 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 really it's been it's the the prettiest day it's been all year. I was outside last night. I was kicking it a little bit late. It felt it felt beautiful outside. It was stars in the sky, and I was like today. Friday is going to be an excellent day, and so far that is 100% the case. So you're lucky about that, Jim. You do have a great day to uh, have a fantasy football draft. So there you go right there. Cool squad, if you got fantasy rituals, I would like to hear them. 844-843-6879. I have fantasy rituals too. Now, obviously, you know me, fantasy executive. I'm a little bit more flamboyant. You feel what I'm saying? See, especially when, I, when it comes to a draft and I'm in the crib, I'm in my computer, and I'm enhanced and I'm sitting down, you know what I'm saying? I, I put on my draft music, whatever, and I kind of get me into the zone, and then I just bang out and just draft a great fantasy football team. But then it's always like what I have next Friday at this time, the live drafts. I got live draft next Friday at 2 o'clock. So I got to get somebody to hold me down for that last segment. Now my live drafts, Goon Squad, is a little bit different. Because you see, with my live drafts, I can't just like blare music while I'm sitting down there drafting because it's going to disrupt and disturb the rest of the drafters. So what I do is I contact the commissioner beforehand and I get my sound system set up. I holler at a couple honeys. I get me some draft maids. You see what I'm saying? Because it's all about the look. It's all about the feel. You want to intimidate your opponents. You want to let your opponents know what's going on before you even sit down at the draft table. So what I do on draft day is I grab my belt, right? I grab my championship belt because I want everybody else to know who the champion is. Oh, I dropped my belt. Shucks. I grab my, I grab my belt, right? And I throw my belt over the shoulder, and I tell my draft maids, I say, draft maids, let's roll. And then I say, hit the music. And when I say hit the music, the fantasy executive Strolls into the draft room. Just strolling into the draft room. That's right. That's the Gap Band. That's outstanding by the Gap Band. This the Fantasy Executive walking into the draft room. Draft maids behind him, looking all hot and sexy. Fantasy Executive makes his stroll into the draft room. Look how intimidated everybody in the room is right now as the Fantasy Executive comes strutting in to outstanding. I'm about to draft an outstanding fantasy football team. See, that's how I roll into my draft. And I tell my draft maids, take the belt. And the draft maids, take the belt. How are you going to pee in that thing? And then, I, and, then I t- and then I say to the draft maids, have a seat, ladies. And I start looking out my opponents. What's up, dog? What's up, man? How you doing? That's right. Coming for that championship. I'm about to go back to back. The fantasy executive, outstanding, an outstanding fantasy football player. And then I just just ro- roam the room, giving everybody the look. What's up, dog? The light shines only on me right now on draft day. And this is the fantasy executive draft ritual. This is what I'll be doing next Sunday when I step into the Midtown Hilton to draft my auction team in the NFFC. I know you would like to have the kind of swag that the fantasy executive has on draft day. 
But one day you'll get that kind of drip. You see what I'm saying? And that's how we roll, Goon Squad. 844-843-6879. Be like me on draft day, Jim. I don't know if anybody could be like you on draft day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to hear what you got to do on draft day. We want to hear your rituals. What you like to do on draft day, how you get hyped up, how you get pumped up for the draft, or you can call and ask a fantasy football question. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man John in North Carolina. John, what up? Hey, what's up? How you fellas doing? I kill him in the draft room, John. I kill him in the draft room. That damn deodorant he doesn't use. <laughs> what's up, John? Hey, what's going on? I got uh, two cool questions for you guys. Uh, that's cool. What's up? So I was looking, looking in the early rounds. Is there ever a world, right, in .5 PPR where you take Christian McCaffrey over Cook or Fournette? Is, is that ever a thing? Or are you always taking? I'm always me myself personally. I'm I'm always going to take those two guys over over over, over McCaffrey, even with you know Gordon. I mean that's, Fournette that's with the banged up ankle and Cook coming back from the ACL tier. They're just two better right. running backs. All third, all second year guys. Yeah, I agree. I like Cook's situation better. I like Fournette's situation better. I think both of them are better players. Don't get me wrong. I like Christian McCaffrey. I'm a CMC guy. I got CMC on a couple of my teams so far this year, Jim. But I can't go Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette over Christian McCaffrey. I haven't yet, but I wouldn't That's fault fair. anybody for doing it. Look, it comes down to which guy you believe in. Because with those three guys, more than likely you're not going to get both. Although I just told you I did. But I, that's because I reached for Cook in the first, or at least most people think I reached for him. If you want two of those guys, go do it. You know, it really comes down to what you like. Don't listen to anybody else. I mean, take their thoughts in, but make your own decisions. That's what I tell everybody. There you go right there. All right, 844. You got another one or you good? No. Yeah, yeah, I got a second question for you guys. So uh, I try to go for a late round, like super, super late round flyer, and I got four wide receivers on my radar. Uh, if you guys can rank these one to four, your preferences. All right. Uh, late, late round, I'm looking at John Ross, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, or Cordell Patterson. I got to go DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore has a chance to get more targets in Carolina than the rest of the crew does. I would go, and then you said Patterson last, I would go more. Kirk, Ross, Patterson. What do you think, Jim? Uh, I'd actually go Pat I'd actually go Patterson over Ross, but Warren Kirk would definitely be one too. All right, so there you go right there. All right. Thanks a lot, my man, for calling us. Have a good good luck and um have a good season. Oh, just holler back at us. We're not going nowhere. Sessa is in Arizona. What up, Sessa? Hey, what up, man? What's, what's... Uh, my question is about I had my draft uh yesterday. It was I had the ninth pick. I took Gordon Hunt. Mixon Rogers with my first four picks. What y'all think? Gordon Hunt, Mixon, and then Aaron Rodgers. Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Joe Mixon, Aaron Rodgers. I'm cool with that. Who's gonna be your wide receivers though? I got Cooper and Gordon, Kevin Benjamin. Cooper and who? Cooper, uh Josh Gordon. And Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin. Your wide receivers are risky. But I love it. I have no beef with it. So uh, the way you started this one, Cecil, what do you think, Jim? Well, I think he, the Gordon he has is not Melvin Gordon. It's Josh Gordon. So you were putting him at the running back. I think, I think he got He's both got... Gordons. Cess, oh, okay. Then I, Cessa, I you, got, you got Melvin and Josh Gordon? Yes. Yeah, he got both Gordons. 
Okay, well then I like your running backs, but I agree with with Corey. You took a lot of risk on the wide receivers. Not that they can't pay off, but yeah, I, I usually like to have one of those risks, not three. Yeah, and there you go, right there. Uh, thanks a lot, Sessa. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Timo in Louisiana. Oh, is that L.A.? Yeah, Timo in Los Angeles. Timo, what up? What up, Corey, the fantasy secretary? How you Timo, doing? You calling the secretary, Timo. You better stop playing with me, son. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing you since the mothership. You have a on. <laughs> What'd you say, Timo? <laughs> I've been hearing you since uh, you were at the mothership with Adam Ronis and uh, Scott Angle. Yeah, that was the best show in the history of Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Might have been the best show in the history of Sirius XM. But they didn't know how to handle it, so they had to disband. They had to disband the group. Nobody still has been smart enough to put me, Ronison, and um, and Scott back together again. But that's on them. What's up? Well, that was the best time. So just a heads up. No I doubt. Got a question about the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. How did how did that scare you with Ezekiel Elliott? I think Zeke is a beast, and I think Zeke is a a type of running back that makes the offensive line better. Obviously, the offensive line is very key. I don't like. <laughs> the way the unit looks right now is more like a mass unit. But as they as that group comes together and gets cohesive, they're going to carry as uh, Ezekiel Elliott and they'll carry the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm not – what's up, my man? I'm not downgrading Ezekiel, Zeke too much because of the injuries on this offensive line, Jim. Yeah, I don't, I don't downgrade Zeke at all. He, he's a playmaker. He's going to make his own plays 90% of the time. So it really doesn't bother me. I think – the guy who's going to be hurt by it right now is Dak. Um, if this offense can't, if this line can't protect him, I think he's the one who's going to be in trouble. I don't really think it affects Zeke as much as people are, you know, reacting to. Yep, and I don't, and I agree with Jim on that. All right, uh, Timo, good looking out, my man. I holler at you eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Jan is in Texas. What up, Jan? I think it's Sam. Sam, okay, my bad, Sam. I got Jan in my call screen. What's good with you? All right, all right. What's going on, guys? Hey, nothing. Chilling. What's up? I, I got a dynasty question. Okay. We're drafting rookies on Saturday, and I've got the second pick. My team is more or less even. I don't really need anybody desperately. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the guy, the number one guy, is going to get Saquon Barkley. Who do you recommend the second pick? I was thinking either Penny. Or the running back from Denver. Royce Freeman. Oh, yeah. man. Second what pick in the rookie draft. Do you need this player to hit this year? Or, no. And I can even go receiver. But I'm just assuming I'm just assuming the running backs will produce quicker. I don't need anybody this year. What are your thoughts? Um, that makes it easy for me. Can I jump in here, Corey? Go ahead. Okay, if you don't need him this year, then I'm taking guys second. In that, in in that, if I needed a player this year, I wouldn't take guy second. But if you don't need him this year, I'm taking guy second because he's going to be the second best running back out of this group once he gets back on the field. I agree with Jim on that sentiment. I would also say if you don't need the player this year, I would also consider Lamar Jackson because I don't know what your quarterback situation is in this dynasty league, but I think Jackson, when he gets a chance and he gets that job and he gets his feet under him, he's going to be a dynamic quarterback in this league. This so is, you mean he, as long as he doesn't need anybody for the next three years, then he's good with Jackson. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fla Joe Flacco, this is it for Joe Flacco, Jim. 
Hey, I don't care. You know, Lamar Jackson has a lot to learn. Jim, this is my, this, Jim. This is this is this is Michael Vick. Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick. Oh come on, he doesn't even own a dog. <laughs> Michael Vick was winning people leagues. Lamar Jackson is going to be Michael Vick. He can win you a. He can single handedly win you a league. I he, hey, I don't see it yet. I think he's got a lot to learn yet. I. I I just not. I don't think he's going to be there anytime soon. All right, so there you go, right there. But I don't I, listen. I, I agree with Jim. The Darius Geis pick is a good one, also, and I do think he's the second best running back in his class. If you want somebody that's not injured, uh, Calvin Ridley is intriguing. I think he's going to have a nice shot. Uh, the Royce Freeman kid also intriguing. Um, Jim, it, it's, I feel like I'm missing. Oh, and Carryon Johnson is another player, the, the Detroit Lion running back. You know, if you're just looking for a little bit of depth or somebody that you well, can trade. About- how about DJ Moore? He's already the number two starter in, in Carolina. So, I mean, talking about a guy who's already stepped into a starting role, has had a great preseason, uh, team is ranting about him. And let's face it, Greg Olson is old. He may have one year left, maybe not. Once he leaves, then you're talking about a guy who probably is going to get 120 targets next year. 844-843-6879. Sam, good looking out, my man. I'll make sure I holler at you. Make sure you keep in touch. Let's go to my main man down in the low country. Q is in South Carolina. What up, Q? Hey, man. How you doing, Jeff? Q, you see, <laughs> yeah, I was, just, see, I was up in this joint strutting earlier, Q. I had to let them know about that gap, uh, man. They wasn't ready for that. I was with you, bro. All I can say is, Corey, you was getting down, but don't wear that shirt because he got shot. <laughs> yeah, he did by his pop. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was the last yeah, 45 don't wear that he ever shirt. heard. Oh, boy, Jim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the good one, Jim. And, Jim, I got one for you, too. I, I would love to get in y'all draft. Y'all finna drink and eating all them ribs. <laughs> and they're going to be good. It, the problem is I'm sitting here about 20 feet away from the grill, and then all I smell is ribs. There you go. I know where y'all mind going to be at. Hey, I, I, need it. I, got, I got my main draft coming up Sunday. All right. And I know these guys are going to be – they're going to be all over the board, man. I'm, going, I'm just going to – I'm going to be hitting the movie real fast. So I'm going to probably end up taking a – Tight end late, man. I need a nice, a nice sleeper late in the draft. Sleeper, and, uh, sleeper and tight end, or just sleeper period. A tight end, probably, because I'm going to be snatching up these running backs and and, and receivers if I can, man. I I'm, I'm probably getting a quarterback in the ninth round somewhere the way I'm gonna go with these guys. This this is the main. This is my main league I play in. All the other ones I've been messing around with. No this, doubt, this is the this real is, deal. This the real deal for Q right here. Q Q about to get his strut on come Sunday. Uh, Jim, do the honors. A, a, a late sleeper tight end. Go ahead, Jim. Do the honors. I'll give you two, and these are two you can pair both late, and that's Ben Watson and Dallas Goddard. Uh, ben Watson going back to New Orleans with Drew Brees, where he had his best season ever. They brought him in for that specific reason. Uh, the other receivers in New Orleans seemed to be a little unsettled. Meredith was expected to have a big role, just missed a lot of preseason. Um, and then Goddard, I mean, he, this kid is just a playmaker. You're seeing it in preseason. He's tearing it up. I know he's behind Ertz. It doesn't matter. Uh, Burton had five touchdowns behind Ertz last year, and Goddard is much better than Burton. I think Goddard has a, an eight-touchdown season in him this year. Well, Jim, about, relax, Jim. An eight-touchdown uh, season, Jim? Jim, calm red, down. He does the red zone that Ertz doesn't do. Ertz does the rest of the field. He's going to do a lot of damage in the red zone. There you go, Q, my man. Good luck this weekend. Hit me up next weekend. Let me know how it go. 
So we rocking and rolling fantasy football frenzy right here, FNTSY Radio. I feel like I got to read the do, so I try to get that done when I come back. This way, everybody be all right with that. You know what I'm saying? We are rocking and rolling. Get your draft strut on. Just strut around wherever you're watching that right now, wherever you're listening. Just get your little pre-draft ditty bop on. You don't got a belt to throw around your shoulder. You don't have no draft maids like me. I understand that. But still, get in your own zone. Live your best life. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. What's up and Adam Fantasy Football Frenzy right here, FNTSY Radio. Listen to my man spitting speeds in that promo during the break. Talk about he think Chris Hogan can get 140 targets. If Chris Hogan get 140 targets, he will explode <laughs> right here on the field. Pow! <laughs> Chris Hogan can't handle 140 targets. His body is not meant for that. I do like Chris Hogan this year. He got to stay healthy. 140 targets for Chris Hogan. That is... um. Interesting. I'll take the under on that one, 844-843-6879. Um, I don't know if you was watching the BFFs earlier, Jim. Did you catch the BFFs? Yeah, I was uh, I was watching the show. All right, cool. I had bust in here. I forgot that they was in the studio. I had bust in here. <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Sussman looked at like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, my bad, son, my bad. I forgot, I forgot. I thought I had the studio to myself like I did last Friday um, when we have our, our you know, Fantasy uh, summer, uh, summer Friday is off from the Carton and Friends show. So I went downstairs and was chilling, eating, you know, my McDonald's, getting ready for this program. And they played the music coming back from the break. Greg Sussman is the worst dancer on the face of the earth. I, Mr. Sussman, like, don't get me wrong. I gave Marty a hard time for doing a horrible um, shiggy challenge for the the. You know, Kiki, do you love me? Marty was terrible. But Mr. Sussman dancing and singing, coming back from the break in the beer, the thing he does with his hands is like, uh, it, it, it's very, and then he, he goes in circles with his hands, and I'm like, he's he, the hands, and then the, the, and I'm like, what, Greg is, Greg doesn't have no rhythm, Jim. I'm worried about Greg. What you, so what are you trying to say? He's pretty fly for a white guy? No, he's not. <laughs> I think, I think we have evolved. To where dance is closer among the races. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a shift. But Mr. Sussman, it didn't hit It didn't get the Sussman. The Sussman gene does not work for dancing. That hand thing Sussman does is brutal. Flat out brutal, Goon Squad. That talking thing that you do is also brutal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg, I can talk. I'm an orator. Are you? Yes, I am. Say the word benevolent like you do in your read. Benevolent. There you go. First time you got it right all week. <laughs> Don't get mad at me, Greg. I'm an orator, right? You feel what I'm saying? You're just not a dancer, Greg. 
Yeah, I never said I was a dancer. No, but I try. I try uh, yeah, but the thing with the hands, Greg, lose the hands bit. You're no Scotty Love, Greg. There's, there is no Scotty Love. <laughs> there is none. Shout out to my man, Mr. Sussman, 844-843-6879. Um, Jim, Greg is, when you see, when you're watching the show and you see Greg doing the thing with the hands, he's not convulsing. That's how he dances. So don't worry about him. Okay, if you say so. There you go. There you go. Don is in Minnesota. Yeah, Don is in Minnesota. Don, what up? What up, Corey? How's it going? I'm chilling, Don. What's up with you? All right, I got a keeper. All right, I got a question for you. I'm in a 14 team super flex PPR. Uh, I'm keeping Marvin Jones in the 10th and Marlon Mack in the 11th. Hold on, hold on a second. Uh, I got the 10th overall. Say this. I'm, I'm, I got lost. 14 team super flex. Super flex. PPR. PPR. All right. Yep, I got Mar- Marvin Jones in the 10th. Okay. And Marlon Mack in the 11th. I'm. I. That's Marvin Jones in the 10th. Easily. Mar- Marlon Mack is a buster. Yeah, well, it, value there. So, 14 teams. I, I get it. Even in a 14-team league, Jim, I don't see. Marlon Mack does nothing for me. But I, I get his okay. point. In a 14-team league, you know, he has the potential to be their starting running back. So, I, I in the 11th round in a 14-team league, I don't like Mack, but I wouldn't say no. You would, keep Mar- would you keep Mack or Marvin Jones? Oh, if that's the choice, I'm keeping Marvin Jones in the 10th easily. I didn't realize yeah. it was well, the choice. I'm, I'm I keeping both. Back and, oh, you're yeah, keeping both. Oh, okay, my yeah. bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm keeping both. Anyway, I got two questions. Uh, I got the 10th pick. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, running back and then uh, running back again at 19, hopefully. Uh, but it depends wherever the chips fall. Um, who would you target at 10 and 19? I'm saying some, some of the cats we've been talking about all morning that's going to be in, in that in that area. Um Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt could slip there. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Freeman, all guys I like. If you want to pull somebody up the board, I like Jordan Howard to pull up the board. What do you think? Jim, it's the same guys we've been talking yeah. about, right, Jim? Yeah, and Royce Freeman is another I would pull up the board. Into uh, the second? In, in the late second and 19th pick overall, I, I like Freeman. I do. I like him more than most people do. And if you're really looking at that running back, then yeah. But in a 14-team league, when you come back to that 19th, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a better wide receiver sitting there I, yeah, than I the agree. running backs you're looking at. I, I, I agree I agree with that sentiment too, uh, Don. I, I think the wide receivers in that spot could be better. But if you want to go with those running backs, I don't have any beef. Uh, thanks a lot, Don. Jim, would you – would you take Royce Freeman over Derrick Henry? Yes, I actually would right now. Um, you know, Derrick Henry is going to be a good back. Don't get me wrong. I like him. I just think Freeman has more upside. Uh, Henry's upside is definitely going to be limited as long as Deion Lewis is on the field. Um, I get it. I disagree. I would take Henry. I'm starting to warm up to Freeman. I think Freeman is going is, is going to be the guy out there, even if Booker starts the season as the guy. Not about who starts, it's about who finishes. Um, but that's interesting. I would take Henry over Freeman. I would give it the slight edge. When I said, when I fact, I told you when I go back uptown after the show, I'm gonna do my rankings, and uh, one of the people I'll let y'all know uh where they where where, where how the movement going would be Royce Freeman eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. That's that's interesting right there, Jim. I like that. That's a hot take as they say alex is in new jersey what up alex hey what's going on chilling alex how can we help you so i'm the new guy in the league all right um going in going there joint and take their money 
that's what I'm trying to do. And I got the champion round one, so I want to take right. him out. But uh, I'm number 12 in a 12-man league. All right. In a PPR. Okay. Who, who would you take first two? I don't know who's going to be on the board, but what I will say is, um, would you go running back, running back, wide receiver, two running backs, two wide receivers? <clears throat> on that, it's going to come down to best player there, as, as far as I'm concerned. All of those combinations can work if you get the right players. It exactly. doesn't matter what position it is. You're looking for two studs, and I'll take whatever stud is on the board that I have highest on my board. At both of those spots, whether it be running back, wide receiver, it doesn't really matter to me. Do so, you think also taking like a Josh Gordon, like fourth round or early third, if he's still there? On that, no. Well, that. if you want to take Josh, you got the twelve pick in a in a in a, in a twelve team league. If you take Josh Gordon, I take you. If you want to have Josh Gordon, you're going to need to take him on a three four turn. Right. All right. That's what I was thinking. Yep. All right, cool. Hi, right, my you. man. Alex, holla at you, brother. Good luck this weekend. 844-843-686. Is this my son, Chris, in California? Chris, what up? Yo, what's up, Corey? Yo, Chris, what's cracking, son? What's good with you, Goon Squad? I ain't heard from you in a minute, son. What's going on with you? I know, man. It's been a minute. It's been a few changes. Let me welcome Jim to the crew, man. Oh, what's yeah, that's right. Man? That's right, Chris. Yeah, Jay, welcome Jim to the crew. You, know, I, I think you know Ventress with us now, too. So you know what I'm saying? I had I had to hey Chris, I had to lose the dead weight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it, man. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. right. <laughs> now, um, now, now I'm gonna revisit a keeper question for you. Seeing now my my keeper deadline is tomorrow. Okay. And and we've got a little we got a little preview of the Titans offense. Now, how are you feeling about keeping Derrick Henry over Corey Davis, giving up a fifth round pick for Derrick Henry? Or twelfth round? No, my bad. Thirteenth round pick for Corey Davis. Henry in the fifth, or Corey Davis in the thirteenth, Jim. Henry doesn't really give you any value in the fifth. I mean, that's nope. probably where you're going to draft him. So, I, to me, it comes down to value, and Davis in the thirteenth is definitely value. Oh man, Chris, I like Derrick Henry, but Jim is right. You're not getting no value there. But sometimes I, I think maybe you just go ahead and take the player. Um, how many people you keep? Just one? No, I get to keep three. So well, my other two is Alvin Kamara and Odell Beckham. Yeah, take yeah. Keep Corey Davis in the thirteenth. <laughs> keep Davis in the thirteenth. You're you, you good? Okay, my man. Good luck this okay. weekend. I'll wrap with you. All right. All right, Chris. All right, Chris is going. Jim, you know, homeboy uh, Keith in the Goon Squad is a chef. He can like. Y'all should have like a rib off. <laughs> hey, he might be a chef, but I, I put my ribs up against anybody's. My ribs uh, come from a long time family uh, recipe that my grandmother did way back in the days where they used to bury it in the ground to cook it. Oh yeah, so then that is the the old school, the old family recipe. I may buy some ribs today. Now y'all <laughs> talking. Now you got me talking about ribs. Where can I get some ribs at though? Again, I'm, I'm pretty sure a couple of them are going to disappear as soon as we get off the air. <laughs> what happens to two ribs? <laughs> Before the draft start, two ribs are gone. <laughs> oh, man, Jim, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Got the um the GST tomorrow at Christopher Carroll's joint. 
So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a good time. Love going out there and drafting with those guys. What we do in that league is is two is 24 uh, teams. It's two 12-team leagues. You can win your league, and you can win an overall grand prize. Some very good competition in that joint, Jim. And amazingly, Jim, I don't know if you heard about this or know this. This is going to blow your mind. The reigning champion of the GST League, the guy who won his league and overall last year. Was Jake Sealy? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Jake is the good ranker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Championships. Uh, um, the king, Scott Angle. Wow, really? Holy yes. crap. He must have he must have had Michelle Serpico helping him draft. <laughs> oh man, Jim. Let me tell you something. If you ain't know Scott won that league, the next time you talk to Scott, he gonna let you know he won that league. He said <laughs> it was sure his greatest accomplishment in fantasy. And this is a dude that's in the fantasy sports hall of fame. Well, he's been doing this an awful long time and he's helped lots of people expand what they did. So I give it to him just for that. There you go. Um, and then Saturday, we got the live stream. We're going to stream live the Carton and Friends draft. Michelle Serpico and Scott Shea, a team in that league. That's going to be interesting. Uh, team Beauty and the Beast. So it'll be me, Craig, the, Scott, and uh, Michelle, the homie Ventra, and everybody will be in here drafted and we'll have a good time. We'll get a nice spread going. You know what I'm saying? You should deliver some of those ribs over here for Sunday afternoon for our draft. <laughs> well, there won't be any left after tonight. Oh, yeah. That, that's a guarantee they'll be gone. Hey, do you let the homies take ribs home, or y'all just kill them right there? No, they never survived the night. They never survived They the never night. survived the night. <laughs> Nobody, I, nobody's I got, taking a to-go bag? I got some big friends. We, we're good. <laughs> okay, y'all go ahead and knock them joints down. I feel you. Hey, Jim, I was looking at some pictures the other day when we had that event out there in Jersey a couple years ago, and we all got together and did a draft and came out there. And Jersey at that bar restaurant had a good time. That was cool. Yeah, that was a good time. We definitely met some, you know, people had talked online with a lot but never met in person. And that's always fun to do. And met some new friends. And, and that turned out to be pretty good, too. There's a couple of those guys that still play in one of my leagues. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. I got to get in one of these. I got to get in this rib league, this rib off league. You know what I'm saying? I got to make that happen, Jim. Um, anything uh, you're looking forward to tonight in the Jets-Giants showdown from a fantasy perspective? Uh, I, I'd like to see get some clarification on you know how they're going to use their wide receivers, who they're looking at. I'd love to see who Darnold really seems to favor. Uh, that's really the most of what I'm really trying to get out of this. I, you know, I know what, what I'm expecting out of the Giants' offense. I'd like to see more of what the Jets give us. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like I told you, I had a ton of love for Robbie Anderson last year. I don't own him nowhere this year. I'm hoping that's not a mistake. Um, I might just stay away from the Jets wide receivers or maybe put a dollar on Quincy and Numa a little bit later on. As far as the Giants go, you know who all the particulars are. And you would say, Jim, that the handcuff is Wayne Gallman, correct? Not Jonathan Stewart? Oh, yeah, absolutely Wayne Gallman. He, he's outshone Stewart the entire camp. You ever been to this Jet-Giant game? No, not uh, not for a lot of years. Way back in the day, I went a couple of times, but not for a lot of years. Yeah, I used to go a lot to that joint, too. Go out to Giant Stadium, sit up in that in that upper bowl, and watch them beat up on the Jets in preseason game. MetLife Stadium, pain in the ass to get to MetLife Stadium for me. Oh really? A lot of trains and stuff. And then once you get off the train, you gotta walk so far. I'm not I'm not like a, a big walker. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I know you saw me strutting around Studio 34 <laughs> earlier today, Jim. But I'm not the biggest walker. You feel what I mean? <laughs> 
I get you. I, I get that as well. So yeah. I'm not the biggest walker either. Yes, yeah, it's, actually, it's not good for you. Now, nah, let me stop. <laughs> so next, so to, so that's Sunday. Then Sunday night, I got my uh that fourteen team auction is now a sixteen team auction. So I'm gonna be buying a quarterback in that when I'm going to Sean Watson. I'm going to get me to Sean Watson in that league, Jim. Six point for the passing touchdown. I don't like to ever pay over ten dollars for a quarterback in the auction, but I think I'm gonna have to in this one. Sixteen team leagues. I like to have a solid quarterback. Absolutely, I feel you got to. And the, the problem, look, I, I love Watson as much as the next guy. But if you draft him, if you auction him early, then you definitely have to come back and get a, a pretty solid number two as well, just in case. Yeah, I feel you. What you mean on that one? Because yeah, you don't want no 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 trouble, especially in a sixteen team league. The waiver wire is 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 thin. And then Monday got to beat the fantasy exec league over at ff dot com. Let me check on that joint right now. See if that joint is full yet. Or Phil, Mister Sussman said I can't talk. Screw him. He just mad because he them hands, them swimming hands. <laughs> Screw me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got nothing but love for hey, Mr. Greg, Sussman. I'm, Greg, I'm available to host, Greg. <laughs> Jim, you have my email. Feel, feel free to send one. Yeah, there you go. You see how they going? Just they just go walk me out the back door. Ain't nothing new though. Oh, uh, let the me front see. Front door, not the back door. Right? Yeah, I know, right? You're right. The front door. It's like Corey. We're not hiding this. <laughs> Police. We want that's, the paparazzi there. That's that perp walk. All right, so I can't see everybody. Oh, yeah, so all right, so cool. Yeah, so we got we got five spots left in the Beat the Fantasy Executive on Monday night. So that's um playffwc.com. And that's Monday night, August 27th at uh, not on air. On August 27th at um at uh 9 p.m. Eastern time. And that's the same time, Jim, that I have my home league draft. So I'll be doing two drafts at once, Jim, as a man that has owned 140,000 leagues in one season. Uh, how do you navigate two drafts at one time? Uh, let's see. Tuesday night, I actually did four drafts at one time. At one time. Wow. I had, I had two computers set up, and I had two drafts going on each computer. Right. And that's when, you know, it really comes down to how good you are using your queue. As long as you have players in your queue, then you're always ready. It's always quick to make a point. A pick from, and I'm. I mean, my queue is filled from the time I start my draft. I, you know, I have guys that I'm going to take in the 17th round in my queue in the first round. All right, there we go. Good luck, Goon Squad, this weekend as you draft. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, everybody stays healthy. If you're out there having a good time with alcoholic beverages this weekend, make sure you're not driving and make sure that all. Uh, Get to and from where you got to go safely so you can be back with here with us on Monday. Don't forget the Carton and Friends League. We out. Good luck. <laughs>